friends, thanks for joining me today for another dose of empowering encouragement. My name is Charlie Gross, your personal cheerleader and also the chief encouragement officer around here. I know you value your time, so let's hit the ground running. Here goes. A few years ago, a good friend of mine, the Reverend Mark King, pastor of the Lord's House of Prayer in Lancaster, handed me a copy of John Maxwell's book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It went on my bookshelf to be read in the future. Well, just this week in January 2011, I was inspired to read it. If you want to know, the inspiration came from a teleclass on focusing on your expertise, playing to your strengths, and doing what you love. And when I reflected on that wisdom, I knew that my passion lies in soaking up management and leadership wisdom and then applying it to my ministry. So I put aside other endeavors and treated myself to this excellent read. Anyway, here's the rabbit trail I want to run down today. Dr. Maxwell's 17th law is the law of priorities. The subtext to this is leaders understand that activity is not necessarily accomplishment. To this I say amen. And not only that, it reminds me of an amazing tome of wisdom by Thomas F. Gilbert titled Human Competence, Engineering Worthy Performance, published in 1996. In this must-read book, Dr. Gilbert comprehensively explains a number of theories of human performance covering accomplishments, behaviors, exemplars, potential for improved performance, and provides a full-fledged behavior engineering model. He touts the wisdom that we often focus on behavior and time spent on work rather than on the most important part of work, which is accomplishment. So his first leisurely theorem is that worthy performance is valuable accomplishments divided by costly behavior. In a nutshell, he is saying that our level of performance is how much did we accomplish divided by how much time and energy did we spend. Obviously, higher performance is, is derived when the accomplishments are great and the behavior is minimized. Or, given side-by-side -side comparison, if you and I both accomplish the same feat, the higher performer uses less time and less energy to get to the same goal. Pretty simple, but it has tremendous implications. One of the fascinating aspects of this timeless book is that Dr. Gilbert claims that everything can be measured in terms of performance, even poetry, art, and the social side of our affairs. Everything. For this reason, I believe that we can compare this work to the church and to making disciples of Jesus Christ. In doing this, it brings to mind the outstanding book by Tom Rainer and Eric Geiger titled Simple Church, Returning to God's Process for Making Disciples. Well, Simple Church makes the outstanding point that we, as the body of Christ in the world, are mandated to go and make disciples of all nations. To do this, we need a simple, aligned, clear process of assimilating people, supporting people, challenging people, and guiding people through the developmental stages of becoming a mature disciple of Jesus. When all the church programs, worship, small groups, ministry, and mission are aligned toward this end, the accomplishments will be fruitful for the kingdom of God. Well, Rainer and Geiger lift up a very powerful model of church that focuses on three stages of growth. One is loving God in worship. The second is loving others in small group involvement. The third is loving the world through acts of mission and service. 
In fact, they are so diligent in this aligned process that they evaluate how many people are at the love God stage, the worship service, the love others stage, small groups, and the serve the world stage, ministry teams. Through this evaluative process, they make adjustments to their ministry programs. Their aim, to use the Dr. Gilbert term, is to create worthy performance by achieving the accomplishments of growing worship attendance, growing small group involvement, and growing their world impact through their outward involvement with the smallest amount of behavior or cost. What well, seems to me that creating a simple church that creates worthy performance is the challenge that we should all undertake. Dr. Gilbert provides a phenomenal behavior engineering model in his book that is a two-row, three-column matrix. The two rows are first environmental support to behavior and the second is humans repertory of behavior. The three columns represent information, instrumentation, and motivation. For the information column, is the expectation clear? Is there good feedback? And are there guides to performance? And do people have the knowledge for the task? For the instrumentation column, are there tools and materials available to support performance? And do people have the capacity and ability to perform? And finally, for the motivation column, are there adequate environmental incentives and rewards? And are the people motivated to do the job? What well, seems to me that, that most of the behavioral engineering model hinges on the clear, compelling, contagious communication of the vision of the particular body of Christ. What is the mission of the church in the local context and how are people gifted to achieve that mission? By prayerfully examining the context and the giftedness, listening to the Holy Spirit, and listening to the people's stories, a clear, aligned focus will emerge that will truly bring about worthy performance that will glorify Almighty God, bless God's people, and bless God's world. When this occurs, is clearly communicated, understood and carried out, church becomes vibrant, vital, and alive with the Spirit. And that, my friends, is worthy performance indeed. Won't you join me in this work? I'd encourage you to dive into Simple Church, Gilbert's Human Competence, and oh yeah, Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. You will be amazed and blessed by these books. So thank you, Mark, for the gift of Maxwell's book. It has me thinking in new ways, and there are many other lessons I'll review later. Well, dear friends, thank you for spending some of your valuable time with me today. You've honored me with your time and attention, so thank you very much. My prayer for you today is for extravagant blessings. Hey, for more ideas and resources, come visit me at empoweringencouragement.com, postconferencecoaching.com, or even charliegross.com, and Charlie is spelled with an I-E. Have an awesome week. Music